This is Alan Boyd, and you're listening to Good Vibrations, a Beach Boys podcast. Sponsored by Endless Summer It's a Episode 14. I'm your host, David Beard, and today we speak with music director Scott Totten from the Beach Boys Band. Now, Scott was also responsible for being the music director of the Beach Boys 2012 reunion tour, which is, we just heard the opening track from that tour, Do It Again. Now, Scott's been with the Beach Boys for quite a while now, and what what's interested me about what Scott does prior to each and every performance with Mike Love is he and Mike go over the set list. Sometimes, before some shows, it goes right up almost to the last minute. Mike and Scott work very closely together and make changes every night. And Mike is very interested in, depending on the venue, making the set list just right for the audience. Here's Scott explaining what it's all about. It's often in the last hour before the show that Mike and I will sit down and discuss 
the set list for that night. And it's based on, it changes depending on the type of venue we're playing. So, for instance, if we're playing an outdoor amphitheater, that's going to be different than an indoor theater. If we're playing a casino ballroom versus, you know, uh, uh, something with a dance floor, you know, all those things uh, are taken into account. Okay. Even to, even to where, if we think that it's a, it's gonna, there's gonna be a lot of families, or is it gonna be an older crowd or a younger crowd, that sort of thing. Okay. So let's let's, let's use some of those examples you just gave. Let's say it's a performing arts theater first and so you're in an enclosed environment it's more of a um, dressed up crowd for lack of better description certainly there'll be families there because uh, any beach boy show I've ever been to regardless of the venue there's generation after generation Um, how does that particular setting uh, change Mike's perspective or yours And, and what type of song selection might be affected by that so typically in a in a And I and I love and I really appreciate that um, from a fan perspective. But I, I really appreciate that. Well, let's just go into this. Their hearts were full of spring is a great example, and, and specifically, uh, talk about having Brian Eichenberger in the band because I've noticed kind of more of an emphasis on hearts since he's kind of come in, and uh, and I guess that speaks to his four freshman training and background, having toured with them. But just talk about that 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 moment of the show with the with you, Brian, uh, Mike, and Bruce. It certainly is a, a highlight. Um, you know, it's it's a real fun one to do. It's something that we're all very proud of having learned and being able to pull off. And and we think that um, we think that it's uh, you know something that's going to really hopefully impress the audience you know uh, a lot of people might come to a show or come to a rock show and you know hear a lot of their favorite songs but you know how how many acts can do something like that and pull it off well and so you know that when when we do it well and you hear the audience go nuts you know we know that they've just heard something that's that's unusual and, and hopefully something special but you're you're right i mean i've been doing of course, the guys have been singing it, you know, since day one. That's one of the early songs they learned. And as long as I've been in the band, you know, we've done it off and on. Um, depending on, Adrian was on top, I think, at, at first, and then Randell and uh, and Jeff has sung the top part. But it makes a lot of sense to have uh, Brian Eichenberger sing the top part, which is what he did with the four freshmen for all those years, was sing the top part. So, um 
I think it's a great chance for Mike to explain to people how, how influential the four freshmen were on the Beach Boys and mm-hmm. and the connection between the four freshmen and us today is through Brian Eichenberger. And then for us to you know perform that song makes perfect sense. recording dates back to late August 1967. It was recorded in Honolulu, Hawaii, and featured Brian Wilson, Carl Wilson, Al Jardine, and Mike Love singing Their Hearts Were Full of Spring. How great is that? So one of the things that Scott did, if you know this, in recent years, if you've been to a Beach Boys concert, you know how great the band is and how tight they sound. And one of the neat things that Scott kind of did, I found it really kind of cool, was that Scott Scott went back to the different sessions of the original Beach Boys recordings and dissected, if you will, all those recordings so that they could be replicated properly on stage. Here's Scott to tell us more. I think that's one of the um, less appreciated uh, portions of Brian's genius was his arranging ability. Um, and those records are, you know, they're so uh, they're so indelibly, you know, uh, in our brains the the sound of them and 
the combinations of instruments sometimes, you know, you combine two or three instruments together and they sound like a, a, a fourth completely different one or something that you can't really explain. Um, and, you know, the in, in my philosophy, the there are some songs, like the early songs, the surf songs, where the, the band, are, they're like a garage band or a punk band. You know, they're teenagers, you got two guitars and a bass, maybe a piano, and they're, they're just playing it with spirit and energy. But then in the, in the mid-60s, you know, around the time of California Girls, it's very different, and it's much more orchestral. And Brian has, you know, the in addition to Carl, he's got... Um, the wrecking crew there, and maybe he adds a horn section, and maybe he adds a string section, but it's very arranged. And so, to me, that is part of the of the performance of the piece is that you want to be able to replicate as best you can uh, the details of that arrangement. So, um, you know, I've collected, like like many people, I've collected a number of uh, bootlegs, shall we say, over the years, and uh, I've also had some assistance from. Um, you know, the guys that are the archivists every now and then. Uh, and I've, you know, I use special software that allows me to cancel out the center uh, in order to hear some things that are maybe buried. And, um, and so I've been able to, you know, try to pick out some of the individual parts whenever possible mm-hmm. and, oh. and then get the band to do that. And, but also to deliver it in a live setting, you know, with, with uh, some spirit and, and uh, like that. Mm-hmm. Of, the, uh, of the songs that are kind of, regardless of the venue, that get performed every night, that are the, you know, the really well-known songs, which is, there's many, which song, when you originally visited it to, you know, to properly recreate it, was, was really a challenge for you? But I, I would say that the the one that makes me scratch my head from time to time is, is God only knows. And in what way? So, well, there's there's a lot there's a lot on the record between woodwinds and strings and and um, the piano sounds and the bass sounds. There's a lot to try to duplicate, and uh, and there are you know certain instances uh, without getting too technical, but there are certain instances where the things that I learned in music school tell me that it's wrong and yet when you listen to it it's not wrong so um so sometimes it's hard to you know put put your knowledge aside and and go with 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 what you're hearing
specific element of of god and musically speaking like an inst- other than woodwinds like in, in terms of the you know replicating it on stage um because i know that tim does such a great job with with some programming for lack of better description where he has to uh kind of create that woodwind sound because you know I, unfortunately it'd be great if you guys could tour with a full piece orchestra but <laughs> <laughs> you don't. So it's always great when you do something with an or- with an orchestra. But uh, of the times that you're not, whether whether it be God or really any of the Pet Sounds material or Good Vibrations, with with God, uh, talk about the what what we're getting from from the seats in terms of what Timmy's doing um, and what uh, Randy's doing from percussive and 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 the uh, the the additional instruments that obviously with with the great band that you guys you're able to streamline that sound and create recreate it um what is the audience hearing in in, in terms of what tim is doing and in, in on the keyboards there well between tim and, and bruce and um and randy you know we've got to cover that that uh, sort of muted piano sound which i haven't really ever found anything uh, any kind of sample library that has that um you know i think it's pretty well known that um that sound was created by putting a type of masking tape over the strings in the piano so that when the when the felt hammers hit it it's slightly muted and it's a very percussive sound um and i've written to some guys that do sample libraries and asked them if they would do it and they said very interesting we'll think about it and then i never hear back again <laughs> maybe i'm the only guy in the world that that wants that but uh um anyway so we do our best to try to you know emulate that and then we there like I, as i mentioned there are woodwinds flutes and also the the french horn um uh that timmy is uh doing with one hand uh, and playing you know woodwind chords on another one and randy is playing alto flute and flute depending on which part of the song we're at so there there is a lot to cover mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so good vibrations um in 2016 celebrated 50 years of good vibrations and, and and toured with mike and bruce doing that and it's it's kind of still what you guys are doing um for the time being uh as as a fan, just talk. I would I would just kind of like your perspective on one performing that song, 
and two, where you feel it uh, stands in the echelon of, of pop records? At the top, I mean, it's got to be one of the greatest, greatest pop records of all time. I mean, there's there's only a couple of other ones that, that are in the same echelon, and um, it's such a, a remarkable recording, remarkable song, a beautiful, beautiful vocal from Carl, and just one of the most interesting arrangements ever. And, um, of course, that's a tricky one to to pull off. There's so many different elements. Um, but between the theremin and the, the flutes and uh, all the vocal parts, and uh, so that's that's definitely a tricky one. And, and, you know, over the last year or so, we've saved that one to be the last song of the, sh- of the show before the encore. And so it's, we've added to it, you know, uh, a certain dramatic kind of ending that, uh, you know, is, is fun to do. And uh, it's, it's always fun when people, when you get to that and people realize that, okay, that's got to be the end of the show because, you know, that was, it's the greatest song and that was the biggest ending. And, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty fun. Sing along, it's all right. 
Hi, this is Carney Wilson. You're listening to Good Vibrations, a Beach Boys podcast. Talk about the current. Let's talk about the current touring band a little. A little bit is the last thing here, um, and kind of your favorite parts of the show where they're highlighted. I mean, I've I've felt now for years that that what John Calsill brings is not just watching him but the feeling that he emanates is just a raw powerful energy which i think is is indicative of dennis's style but it but he certainly carries it himself um so i don't feel like he's replicating dennis i feel like it's john's own energy but it's really it really feels true to those recordings and uh and i think it he he kind of he's, he's great strong I think the right phrase is backbeat. So talk about John's uh, role and contribution to the band. Well, I can't say enough good things about John and, and his passion and his energy. And, in, you know, um, like myself, first and foremost, we grew up Beach Boys fans. And uh, both of us feel, you know, as do other guys in the band, but I've specifically spoken to John about this, that, you know, it's just it's like a dream come true all these years later to be in the band playing this music that we grew up on and love. And, um, yeah, he plays with great energy and um, dedication to the music, And but, you know, he brings his own spirit to it, which I think is very important, um, so that we're, you know, we sound like a living, breathing band and not, uh, you know, uh, a recording or anything like that. But um, I just, I really can't say enough good things about his, his playing and his personality and, and uh, of of the songs that you perform uh, night after night, what what is your favorite moment that that you feel John really shines? There's so many. I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, I don't. I, it's hard for me to pick one. I mean, okay. really, there's so many that there's so many songs that uh, he just he just kicks it into higher gear. You know, all the car songs. Mm-hmm. And uh, from right out of the gate, when we start off with Surf and Safari, it's, you know, bang on the drums, and we're off. And you can see the look on people's faces, like, oh, the band just started. (laughs) 
and uh, <laughs> you know, and um, yeah, he's. It's hard for me to just pick one. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we touched t- briefly on Tim, but I, I, you know, he's he's in the back, and I, I've. I kind of feel like uh, because he's on keyboards, that people don't realize the amount of hard work uh, and, and how skilled he is. So I'd like to talk to, about him briefly and and what his talent. Yeah, Tim. Tim is definitely the unsung hero of the band, um, as you mentioned, being on the back line and and not uh, singing. He doesn't get a lot of spotlight, but um, he is he is the guy juggling all the all the balls in the air back there, trying to you know, uh, cover all these uh, parts that were you know, that are not guitar parts, whether they're piano parts or woodwind parts that he's playing on the keyboard, uh, in addition, obviously in addition to what Randy's playing with us, um, and, uh, and things like that. And, and he and I, over the years, have worked together to refine the sounds um, and the exact parts. Um, and he's just... I just love his attitude. He's got a great "let's do it, let's do it together." You know, he's got that kind of attitude, and and um, he's a really, really skilled player. I mean, when he sits down and plays, you know, you just you're like, "Wow, what was that?" You know, show me that. So um, I really can't say enough good things about him. And uh, Jeff Foskett, who's you know, uh, many Beach Boy fans are very familiar with Jeff. I mean, he's he's on. That's why God made the radio. He's been on several Brian's, quite a few of Brian's solo albums, and now he's in the group. And uh, I'd love when he does. Don't worry, baby. Um, just talk, I guess let's let's just touch on Jeff and 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 uh, what if someone's coming to a show because he is on the front line there. What what they can expect from his contribution? Yeah, I mean Jeff has such a, a long history with the band, going back to the to the eighties uh, for whatever, nine or ten years, and then all those years with Brian, and then with, on the 50th, and now, you know, back with us again. He's just got such an incredibly strong voice, um, and uh, also uh, a deep love and appreciation for the Beach Boys, and, uh, you know, I think, I think we've got really a great lineup of fantastic singers, and, uh, and, and Jeff being, you know, one of the ones I'm talking about, obviously, and uh, um, and he's also hilarious. Uh, if you ever get a chance to, to talk to him off stage, he's absolutely hilarious. I mean, we just absolutely crack up on the bus or backstage or whatever. He's he's funny. <laughs> yeah, Randy is that great. Uh, he's a fantastic player uh, from Nashville, and um, you know what he really adds to the show is. Um, whereas we had Timmy trying to play all these parts on a keyboard using sampled instruments, and we still do because in, in, in a lot of cases it's, it's more than one instrument, but having Randy there to play an actual real instrument really helps to fill out the sound. And, and in addition to playing flute and alto flute, he's also playing baritone and alto sax with us and um, harmonica, if I recall correctly. I hope that uh, your listeners will come out and see the band this summer or, or fall, whenever we're around, and you know you can expect to hear all the great hits that you know and some of the deep cuts that you, you might not expect to hear, and per- performed by guys who love the music as much as you do. <laughs> Ooh. 
stressed out Especially about things you can't do nothing about The nature of life is to be always changing And what you need when things start to rearrange And is a cool head and a warm heart To get you through the day without coming apart You need a cool All kinds of situations come to pass But a cool head will always show a lot of class Adding a little loving, I'ma say You're better off starting each and every day With a cool head and a warm heart To get you through your day without coming apart You need a cool head and a warm heart And that's how you from the 2006 CD, Songs From Here and Back, exclusively released from Hallmark. Great song. Scott plays guitar and sings backing vocals on that track. And, you know, sometimes Mike does perform that in concert if you were to go to see a Beach Boy show. And Mike also performs a pretty cool track called Pisces Brother. And Mike dedicates it to the late George Harrison. Now, you may know Mike, of course, in early 1968, traveled to Rishikesh, India, and was joined with the Beatles and Donovan and Mia Farrow, along with Maharishi, and they learned TM. So pretty cool and you get to see this performed in concert Pisces Brother very very cool track and it's one of Mike's newer recordings I want to thank Scott Totten for spending his time with us today telling, giving us a little bit of background about what you can expect at a Beach Boys concert and head over to MikeLove.com and click on the tour dates button to see if he's coming to your area or head over to TheBeachBoys.com and click on the tour dates to see if they're coming to your area same thing same tour dates um, but check it out if you want to head over to MikeLove.com you're going to get to see some other pretty cool nifty things like Mike's book Good Vibrations My Life as a Beach Boy in addition to an opportunity to get a one of a kind collector's time capsule hardcover coffee table book that I had the great pleasure of being involved in designing so head over to MikeLove.com right away thanks for tuning in today look for episode 15 real soon take care